Hey everybody, this is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me. A podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog. I didn't have conviction when I said K-Dog. K-Dog! Ah. Here I am in Michigan. It's my new spot. A new place to live. And uh, things are just different, you know. Moving from California to Michigan. No sun. The sun just disappeared one day. Haven't seen it since. <laughs> but it's winter time. This podcast recorded February second, so I'll probably get these out more uh, weekly basis if I can. Um, I uh, traveled from Michigan or California to Michigan. That was a that was a bit of a trip. First, we kind of tried to take it easy, so I recorded a couple of podcasts with my kid. So I'll put that at the end of this. Um, if you're new to this podcast, basically I just kind of talk about myself and my life. And then I go into some news and my thoughts on what uh, what's going on with whatever news story I was, you know, caught my eye. And then maybe I'll riff about some stuff. And uh, that's about it. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on the iTunes or leave a review. That'd be nice. Or SoundCloud or wherever you find podcasts share amongst yourselves um let me let me let me let's talk about this so i went from california to chicago chicago kalamazoo the only reason why is because you know my wife got a job out here and the kid has more family here which is crazy you know like where where we were living he didn't have as many cousins and shit so he comes here and he's got fucking a plethora of cousins and aunts and uncles so because my background i only have my dad and that's it and um of course i have friends you know that are like family but it's not the same you know i mean we we didn't live that close you know we lived like an hour away and now we moved real far but now we're like five minutes away from everybody so he's constantly hanging out you know he's still trying to adjust to um family life because he you know for like he's nine so for like nine years he was raised with us and never really had that much interaction with his cousins now he's getting it in his face his cousins are literally living on top of him you know i can hear them now playing and they're crazy as fuck man just running around and shit it kind of like overwhelms them <laughs> he kind of shut down seth does like the um the the snow though he likes playing in the snow and throwing it so that's what they've been doing it is cold here in Michigan. You get kind of used to it. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, hands get colder every now and then. That's about it for me. Um, I je- my wife got a job, but I haven't gotten a job. Things are just weird for this stupid thing that I am. I'm a, I went to college to become a limited tech uh, x-ray and then also a medical assistant, you know. And uh, just, you know, food for thought for those who are going to colleges and these private colleges, look into it. Make sure that when you find a job that everything that you go to college for has a certification for it. That's the thing you don't know. So as a medical assistant, you can work as a medical assistant in some places, but some places require this thing called a, a certified medical assistant where you have to pay money and a test. It's really just a, a reason for the government to make more money off of you, really. It's... <laughs> It's nothing other than that, you know. You could do the job. God been doing this fucking job for ten goddamn years, and uh, you now I gotta take a test and pay some money, 
you know, to, to prove that I can do it to other people, you know, that's, that's, that's the world we live in as of now, you know, 2020, you gotta, you know, you can have skills, but to prove you have skills, you have to pay the government money. <laughs> so there, that, that's a thing. Um, also limited tech x-ray, which only exists in certain States, meaning I can x-ray the entire body except for the stomach and the head. And, but you do the spine, which is part, you know, like within that area, but whatever you can do ribs and hips, whatever, you know, and you're only allowed to x-ray certain people. So in California, you're able to just, um, x-ray certain people and then you can get away with that and other jobs like being a medical assistant and x-ray tech. Most times, um, you know, if you're working at a family practice and urgent care, you know, somebody breaks their hand or some shit like that. It's really what you're x-raying. You, you rarely need to x-ray a stomach because you can just send them to ultrasound you know, or the head because you do a CT scan, you know, that kind of thing. So pretty much a limited tech is pretty much your go-to. Then uh, you go into Michigan. Michigan doesn't have a license like that. In fact, I guess they just train random people to x-ray without a license. and You just do that. But in the hospitals, they, they require a full scope, not a limited. So you're fucked there. And so I'm in a, I'm a, I left a career to come here to nothing. So my back's against the wall, guys. I got to make this podcast work. I got to write a book or something, figure it out. I didn't leave here like half-ass. I left here to be destroyed, you know, so my kid could just have a better life. You know, and I figured I'd just figure it out. So here I am just trying to figure it out. You know, hopefully I can, you know, maybe get a certification, pay more money. It's just aggravating. You know, you go two years into college. For, or for this private college to get the certification and you do your job for like 10 fucking years and then you come to Michigan or like fuck it's not good enough you need this cert this cert it reminds me when I was in the Navy you could break apart a diesel engine put it together or refrigeration or anything really but then when you go try to get a job in that field you don't have the certification you got to go to school for it and like you know, when I got out of the Navy, I did like five long years and I completed my contract and I was like, I'm good. I'm, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I got out and they're like, you got to go back to school to do the same thing you've been doing all this time. I'm like, fuck you. That's when I at first the seed took root of how coll some colleges and how our systems kind of fucked, which created me, you know, because like, think about it, man. Most jobs don't you don't need to go to college to go to do your job. You get trained on the job, then you figure it out, and then you do it. And some people do well, some people don't. But we need a way of uh, separating some people so you don't have too many people. I don't know. I think I think that's a weird thing, right? See, if everyone just jumped into a job, you know, some people are just incompetent. So you're just wasting gobs of time, you know, trying to hire competent people, you know. But if they went to college, you know, it's a better chance that they're more competent than the others. And that's what your system is. I mean, it's too bad that costs money and time to prove your competency. You know, and some people, they go to college and they're idiots, you know. I mean, you, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know a couple people yourself that have gone through college or some kind of certification or credential thing, and they're fucking idiots. And then someone who just doesn't, has never done those things, you can find out that they're real smart, you know, and that's the way it is. Michigan's kind of cool because um, the people seem to be more communicative with each other in a way, you know. Uh, I think I talk too fast for some people. So I'm, every time I'm talking to somebody, they're like, what? And I'm like, 
I gotta, I gotta slow what I say down to this slow way of talking. And then, um, yeah, and everyone knows each other almost. It's kind of cool, you know. Kalamazoo is is all right, but there's a lot of ghetto parts to it, so I feel right at home. Some places I feel like I might get killed. <laughs> So this may be my last podcast. Who knows? I could just be walking into a storm. Blah, blah, blah. Dead. <laughs> um, my wife's family is pretty cool. You know, I do feel kind of iced out, though, because I am um, separated from them in the sense that well, it's not like I'm family, you know, even though, like, we're married and everything. So it's I'm, I'm caught up in this rhythm of it just hit me, too. It's, I've been here, what, a week? My first real week here and um, I feel so isolated and I didn't think that would be a thing I always thought I was good at being isolated because I would just go to work and come home and you know I, I told you my routine you know it's fucking play with the kid and go to sleep that kind of bullshit and uh, here I, I don't have work because I'm looking for work so usually I would talk to people there and get with patients, you know, and I get with patients, but like talk with patients and shit like that. So I always had that, that, that notch marked. Now I'm, I'm alone a lot. You know, I try to talk to, uh, my, I guess my mother-in-law and, um, you know, that's not, that's not much, you know, I mean, she's cool, but you know, we're not, we're like from different generations, you know? I just find myself just uh, talking to no one really for like all day. And then my wife comes home, she talks to her uh, family and this is all good, right? It's not, that's, it's not a them thing. It's more of a me thing in the sense that there's nothing for me to do because I got to find a job. It's not like I can go out and party or do anything, you know? So I'm actually feeling it for this last week. I've been feeling real alone and I really didn't notice it until then. I was just like, man, I, I like I'm used to not, you know, talking to people, but I guess I'm, I thought I, <laughs> I thought I was, but I'm not. You know, you learn something about yourself every day. You know, like my work carried me into talking to other people. You know, and I don't have that. So it is a bit of an imperative to get a job. Shit, I might have to take a low-paying job. You know, ditch the college degree and get some kind of uh, just work digging snow or some shit. <laughs> It sucks too because like um like I probably could get a job with somebody else, but it's like change a career. I feel like I'm wasting time when I'm doing that. And I hate to get a job just so I could quit it to get another job. You know, I don't know. So confusing these times. Let's see, what else about Michigan? Food's great. <laughs> Been taking more vitamin D supplements, you know, lack of sun and all that. <sighs> it's cold, you know. I'm always sitting on my hands or some shit like that to warm them up. Well, that's it. Uh, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to just fucking add these clips of uh, me and my kid talking, you know. Or the road trip, because we did like kind of a road trip. All right. Let's get in. Without further ado, let's get into some news. News. Got to get the news. All right. Trump administration target several more countries in expanded travel ban. Uh, see, bans Myanmar, uh, I don't know how to say this one, Etria, Kyrgyzstan, or Kyrgyzstan, Nigeria, Sudan, and Tanzania. 
And um, this news article uh, that I'm reading, it's off the Huffington Post, written by uh, Rawaida Al-Bubla. It's a Muslim. And it's turning into a thing where, you know, he's racist, he's anti-Muslim, or whatever. And this has been said before. I don't know why. I don't, do they get off on these kind of news articles or when they make these pieces or is it a thing in which you know you you need that clickbait you know you get more people that are into your shit or do you truly believe that trump's like anti-muslim in in that sense you know it probably is to some extent right oh that's another thing california to chicago uh, to to michigan it's like Damn, you know, the difference in ways of people thinking. See, in California, you live in this kind of bubble that you think that everyone kind of thinks alike. And there's some kind of wackos here and there. But in reality, it's people think the same way, but for different opinions. And I'll give you an example. Over there, it's hardcore woke. You know, in California, you got this bubble going where, you know, it's cool for a five-year-old to just say, I'm a girl, I'm a boy, I'm a robot. You know, or it's cool to be like, I want to fuck everything. That's cool. As long as it consents, you know, and then, uh, you know, all races are good. Everyone's equal. <laughs> Men and women have the complete same strength, you know, and, you know, that kind of bullshit, you know, and, uh, you know, Trump bad. You go to Michigan, everything's flipped. I mean, quite fucking literally. And to hear people talk about it, I heard this one girl, she was talking about how Trump is the best and everything. And it was literally the same rhetoric, but the opposite. You know, in California, you're like, Trump's evil because he does this. Watch, you know, travels the target ban. You know, he gets rid of Jews and, no, not Jews, Muslims. He hates Muslims and da, 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 da. And then you get over here and it goes, man, Trump did so much for the country. He's not racist. He he did this. He did that. You, you get these stats. So you get stats coming from fucking Rwanda here. And then you get stats coming from like a Michigan person. And they're like, they both have stats to support their argument. So where's the truth in all that? And they're so blinded by that shit. Like, I, well, anyways, let me, let me finish this news story up. You got the whole Trump he's targeting this i don't think that he trump just fucking flipped the globe and said where's the where's the muslim countries let's get rid of these fucking countries you know that he's probably banning them for a reason they probably gave him an option you know hey look these countries are countries of interest they got muslims this is all conjecture but it just kind of makes sense rather than i'm just giving you a counterpoint to how racist he is you know they probably gave him a list of fucking countries that are like like seriously if i were to t ask trump point to miramar on a map motherfucker wouldn't know you know he wouldn't see in one instance he's stupid in another instance he's not so you really got to understand where your facts are coming from i mean you think he knows where miramar is on a map do you really i thought he was stupid you know <laughs> oh but he knows where miramar is so i guess he's smart because he knows it when you don't <laughs> i mean that's that's the the crazy ideology these people who think that there's some kind of a like a good and evil Trump racist Trump wrong racist these fucking people don't know shit. There's people that tell them what to do, and chances are they were like, 
you know, Miramar is a place of interest. You know, Kyrgyzstan's a place of interest. You know, we should travel. We should ban their travel. You, you know, that kind of thing. And then he does. You know, maybe, maybe some presidents would say, "Nah, let's not do that. That might cause some bad shit to go down." So he probably makes the decision, yes or no, based off of other people telling him. But those other people, if you want to call people racist, you would then call them racist. You know, other presidents are probably like, you know what, you know, let's not ban him because it'll make me look bad. But it's, <laughs> that's not a really informed decision now, is it? I, I, I wonder, I wish they would say, but I guess that's the job of the presidency, not to say where you got this information and why. But, you know, you got Miramar here and they got child soldiers, rape and pillaging and plundering, you know. They have slavery and human trafficking genocide and everything i mean like they're hardcore you know so i mean if you just google miramar and just go into that country looking at shit you know you'll you'll find it that there's a lot of shit with that you know so that he, he didn't just fucking just find that one country just so happens it's garbage had a pause and yeah, a bunch of family just jump in here if i can get dressed and shit crazy family by me and my wife and then like one of her nieces came in here too crazy well, anyways i mean if you google miramar a lot of slaves and slave trafficking and hardcore bullshit so i mean there had to have been a conversation on why that is it couldn't have just been he was like oh man i fucking hate these muslims and flips the fucking globe which what's the most muslimly muslimly fucking country oh this let's get rid of it no i don't think he did that at all there had to have been a reason, and if you fucking Google that fucking area at Miramar and Kyrgyzstan, all those fucking places, I mean, there's some shit going on. They're not pieces of shit places, but there's some bad shit going on there. I mean, there had to have been something, maybe influence of Chinese, you know. I mean, because China does have their military there in Miramar, so that might be a thing, you know, might be some kind of a game behind a game. But it's just so stupid when, like, these news reporters have to turn it into some kind of racist thing. It's like you can never get any kind of news down, you know. There's no way to actually – I was talking to the wrong end. There, there's no way to actually get the actual facts or any kind of information. It's literally we're getting propaganda, and it's weird. It's, it's a organic version of propaganda. Before you had the government pushing propaganda – you know, like, hey, you know, you want this for your country. Now we got propaganda in a way where it's like my channel, like my shit. It's selfish, you know. But they don't even notice that. Uh, other news. The Groundhog Day results. No shadow. Phil predicts early spring is coming. The only reason why I bring that up is because fucking winter sucks when you're in Michigan. <laughs> it's like spring is a great deal but there's something to be said about that you know like you, in california where i grew up you take that for granted you know always have the sun you know from once in a while rains and shit but you really don't understand a thing until you miss a thing you know and not seeing the sun for like a week or so is a crazy fucking thing there was parts we drove where the fog was so dense that it looked like a Silent Hill movie, man. You couldn't see shit around you, dude. It was like fog everywhere. And, um, yeah, it was kind of scary driving like that, you know. 
the semi trucks, man, they'd be just going so fast. And a lot of the freeways were like two lanes. So when a, when a semi truck fucking passed you at like a thousand miles an hour and fucking dense smog or dense fog, I should say, uh, it was, it was terrifying. <laughs> I was stressed the whole time. And, uh, yeah. When you bring yourself to extremes, then you can enjoy things a little bit more, you know. So without the sun and you see a little bit of the sun, you're like, yay, sun, you know. In fact, well, holy shit, you can see the sky. But after this podcast, I'm going to have to go get me some sun, you know. Um, let's see here. Woman falls. Oh, Michigan. That's a Michigan story right here. Woman falls uh, into freezing water while ice fishing is body shame. So this big fat lady, um, she falls. She she's ice fishing over a um, over a, a dock, right? That's a pretty fucking cool thing to do. And unfortunately, she kind of slips and falls into the the ice water. And these fucking cool ass guys go save her, you know. And that's that's fucking dope. However, because somebody recorded it, I don't know who. Um, yeah, that's kind of fucking weird. Yeah, who recorded that? I didn't even think about that. Somebody recorded it, and what the fuck was that person doing? Or I'm gonna record this shit. What's happening? Um, so when that happened, she got a bunch of Facebook comments like, you know, you fat piece of shit, or all that, which, you know, I didn't see anyone commenting on this news report. And, um, it, it is kind of a weird thing that, like, you just your life was saved, and the only thing you could do is talk about how you were body shamed. I, it, okay, look, lady, you're big and you're fat, and the internet doesn't encompass the world in the sense that everyone commenting that's not the world, not everyone's gonna say that to you. So, if you're focusing on the negative people, those are people whose lives are just shitty, you know, and they just have to shit on you. That's the way it is. I mean, you big girl, that that happens. And people are going to make fun of you. That's going to happen too, especially on the internet. You can't focus on that. And the fact that you went on a TV show to fucking say, oh, yeah, they're fat shaming me. And then you get this fucking bullshit where, like, people say, you're beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here with that. Wait. Apparently, body shaming is okay if the body happens to be belonging to a Republican. Why you gotta make a political thing? Whatever. Yeah, but anyways, big gal. She falls in the snow. It could have happened to anybody. And people would have made fun of her no matter what she was. Say she was thin. Like, oh, dumb bitch with freckles or some shit like that. Freckles are kind of hot. I don't know why people make fun of that. Alright, what's the next article here? Margot Robbie has been pushing to bring Poison Ivy to the big screen. So you would think at that, you know, Harley Quinn is a DC character, first seen on Batman the cartoon and now in the comics, became real famous when uh, the movie Suicide Squad happened. You know, everyone loved her as Harley Quinn. And um, she wants Poison Ivy, you know. And... Um, she, turn, she turns it into this. I've been pushing Poison Ivy reunion for a long time because obviously Ivy and Harley have such an incredible relationship. I would love to explore that. So you go deeper into it and she alludes that she wants those two to have a relationship. I mean, ugh. I mean, Poison Ivy and Harley, Harley Quinn's been around since like, 
let's see here, 94, 92. Let's just say 94. So that's six years and then plus 20, 26 years. And, um, in, in like in 2015, that's when she went lesbian, you know, it's a natural progression of a character. Ah, you know, think about it though. That when did Suicide Squad come out? I think that came out around the same time. She became real famous. So the natural progression of a female character in any kind of forum, like comic books or any kind of movie or something like that, if they go out for a while and do dude things like fucking beat crime, fucking beat up dudes, they naturally have to become lesbians. That's this is the natural progression of things. Like women can't just be fucking badass. If they're badass, they gotta, they have to do what dudes do, and they have to fuck other women. That's the thing. And like people get all shitty about it too. They're like, "You're just fucking homophobic," and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I, I don't know about that. I, I think it's more of a why? Why is it they always have to have, become lesbians? You know, it hasn't happened a lot, but that's always the push. You know, and I, I don't understand it. I think it's because you know. Uh, this whole woke movement is pushing so far, you know, might as well become a dude, <laughs> you know, at that point. So, yeah, they they can't just be friends, too. That's another thing, you know, chicks can't just be friends. They got to go gay. And it's also the same thing with dudes, too. Like, if dudes are there, they want, like, think about it, Star Wars. They had Poe and Finn. They fucking high-five each other. Obviously, they're gay. They, they want to turn that into a gay relationship, you know. And then, like, here we got, Poison Ivy, you know, and they got Harley Quinn. They're friends. Got to make them gay. <laughs> but that's 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 the world we live in nowadays. You know, you got a relationship. Got to turn it gay. <laughs> Not gay as in like a derogatory term, but gay as in they got to fuck. Oh yeah, earlier this week, Kobe Bryant died. Yeah, that was fucking crazy, dude. Kobe Bryant, famous basketball player. He gets in a helicopter, right? And uh, he uh, he just he, he crashes. And that's a thing that um, you know rich people do. They get in helicopters in California to avoid the traffic. And so he was just trying to spend more time with his uh, family. And uh, he gets in his helicopter with some other people. That's part of his uh, daughter's uh, basketball team because his daughter is fucking tight. She's good at basketball and shit. Well, she was. They all go in that helicopter, and it was foggy. And then I guess they didn't have the um, the alert for um, like the ground had been detected, so they crashed right into like a fucking mountain or some shit like that, and they died. I mean, his daughter died. He died. It was very sad. And fucking what people couldn't do is they just couldn't wait. Is they got shit on this guy. <laughs> Like, remember that that rape case? He's a rapist. You know, that was a thing. You know, people like came out of the woodwork and um, said he raped some chick, you know. And if you remember the story back in 03 or 05, that was a long time ago. You got this chick who turns in some panties that had sperm of another guy, you know. And uh, she was bragging that she fucked Kobe. And then she turned it into, yeah, you... You tried, you raped me, you know, it turned it into that. And Kobe Bryant was like a bat, it was, is, or was, was a famous basketball player. And um, the reality, the fucking reality of this guy, or basketball players, is like, it's undisputed. 
But fucking women, man, or or idiots, they just can't understand. Like basketball player, basketball players can fuck whoever they want. Not not to say that they're raping people. They literally could walk into a bar and chicks are gonna want to fuck them. I remember I was in Hawaii as basketball player fucking walked in, dude. All the chicks in the club disappeared. All of them. There was hundreds of chicks dude everywhere i was like man i i I would go to this club all the time i'm like god damn man these girls are hotter today like what happened like like you go all the time and chicks are kind of you know they're hot right but they were like extra hot i'm like what the fuck and i didn't watch basketball so i wasn't i wasn't into that i'm like what the fuck and they're telling me this basketball and he was like a no-namer basketball guy he wasn't like a kobe bryant and that and kobe bryant is like a like a fucking like there's there's like the A class and then there's the F class. And this guy, the basketball player that came in our club was an F class, man. He wasn't that great. But just the, the man, chicks were like fucking all dolled up for this this guy. As soon as he came in, he walks into the fucking VIP area that they had, and boom, girls disappeared. It was just dudes. <laughs> dudes and their their girlfriends who are are like okay looking. And even then some of them were like, ah, they tried to go over there. So like he had his pick of the 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 litter, you know. And he just says something, and you know that guy's fucking, you know. It's not like he's like you're gonna fucking take this dick, you know. It's not gonna be like that. It's gonna be like you know fucking. He's gonna have to just choose, you know. I mean, if you don't know that, you're dumb, you know. Like basketball players get chicks. Kobe Bryant was way past that. <laughs> I mean, if this dude can pull. A bunch of random hot chicks, a hundred fucking girls. I'm I'm that I'm under exaggerating. It was way more than that. It was a big club. It uh I forgot the name of it, honestly. God, I can't remember. You had to pay like twenty bucks to get in. No, I, I mean he took all of them, dude. It was insane. It was fucking insane. I was like, what the fuck is this? I actually left, went to another club. I'm like, fuck this, you know, because it was you didn't talk to any girls, man, because he took everybody. And uh, I'm just saying, man, Kobe Bryant isn't the fucking highest level past that and so when he walks into a club boom so this chick's like and he fucking raped me and like okay so get this before her no ever accusations after her no fucking accusations this is the only chick you know and then like it even got settled it wasn't proven because she didn't have any evidence. So it, 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 there is a possibility in this world, in this universe, that that happened. Maybe he did rape her. But, I mean, that's like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to, how to draw that analogy, really. You know, it, rich people do steal, you know. You know, uh, people who are fucking a lot do rape. You know, that does happen. So there is a possibility that he just decided to, to bequeath her, uh, I'm going to rape just this one chick, you know, that kind of bullshit, you know. I mean, because you're going to get caught. That's going to happen. People are going to come out of the woodwork, especially when you died or any other time. But regardless, this got squashed a long fucking time ago. And you had fucking years. It was it 2005. You had 15 fucking years to bring this shit up every day. If you, fucking, if you truly believed this shit was a thing, you would have kept going for it. But you settled out of, out of court, so that means you probably got a lot of money. And um, that's probably what the game was to begin with, you know? So that's probably what he did. I mean, say you're rich, and you fuck all you want, and some chick says you raped her, 
and you talk to your lawyers like this shit ain't going away and you didn't rape her and you're like fuck okay how much all right 10 cents she'll we're done with this okay here 10 cents take it that's what that is you know but in reality i mean it could have been he raped her who knows but you have 15 fucking years to bring this shit up you waited till he died with his fucking daughter and fucking other kids to bring this shit up that's fucking deplorable you know wasn't proven and you're just assuming that he was a rapist so you're treating him guilty you know so just i mean if you're that person who just you're guilty until proven innocent that's you uh just wait you're gonna get yours you know and i i can see people just fucking doing that you know just you know saying what happened to innocent proven guilty that kind of bullshit only when it's your narrative Ari Shafir got that shit for it too he goes I'm gonna I'm gonna he he posted about him being a rapist and uh then said you know fuck the Lakers or whatever and then um shit man dude i don't know what happened the news just kind of stopped on that he got kicked out of a couple comedy clubs and his friends they're not saying much the only one i saw say some shit was um the fighter and the kid and they talked about him saying about that and they said that was fucked up everyone else is being quiet about it so there's probably a bunch of conversations happening behind the scenes um this one lady posted about it and they got banned you know she's all like he's a fucking rapist but they unbanned that shit so one lady she she said the los angeles she was on the news she was like the los angeles and she goes she's she said the n-word she said uh she said she said that she was saying lakers and the knicks and she got it confused and so she said knackers and but when you when you when you hear it, I don't hear a K. It sounds like she said nah, not nah, nah. And well, I'm not gonna say the rest, but with G's and the hard R. She says that shit by accident, but it just doesn't matter, yeah. I mean, the one time not fuck up, homeboy dies, and then you say you played for the, you know, the bad word, the N words. <laughs> it's hardcore. So right now in the year 2020, we got this thing called the coronavirus, which is a, it's kind of like flu, but it happened when like somebody ate a bat and that bat had some kind of a flu and person became fluish and it's spreading and uh, it's becoming an emergency kind of thing. Only 200 people died and a lot of people were infected. But the world's a big place. So you're talking a billion Chinese, 200 died. But, and if it's like flu, it's probably like old people or young people. It's how flu kills. You know, because it then complicates your, your system and you get pneumonia and die. You know, that's, that's pretty much what it is. But the news is pushing it to make people scared, you know. That's what the news does. They over-fucking-react and make it a big deal. But there are some things here to note. You got... You got uh, you got Chinese. They got a coronavirus. Yeah, you know that could be. Here are my thoughts. This could be them doing CRISPR and they fucked up and then they created a disease. I'll kill everybody. That's not gonna happen. But I just thought that that was a thought that was wandering in my head. Um, they don't report 
a lot of things to the WHO, the World Health Organization. So when they reported only 200 people dead, they don't really know. They probably more could have been dead. So this could be a bigger thing. <laughs> this could be a bigger thing than the news knows. Like the news only has some facts. Like 200 people died. 10,000 people infected. Shit's around the world. That kind of thing. But it could be way worse. I mean, because China is building hospitals and shit to quarantine people. But there could be millions that have died of this fucking disease. And China won't fucking tell you a fucking word. And you think, how can you keep this shit under wraps? Well, China has a very hardcore internet policy. You know, they they control the internet. So it's not like you could just come out and say some shit. They can fucking kill everybody who has it. They can kill anybody who says anything. I mean, China's fucking very good at that shit. So... This could be a worse disease than it is. You know, America's freaking out. There's some people that have it. But, you know, if you're listening to this, chances are we made it. Or if you're not listening to this, then we all died from this fucking virus, you know. We've been culled by a bat flu virus, you know. Um, more in the news, you got coronaviruses. Europe treating Chinese people like the plague. Well, fucking duh. It came from China. So if you look Chinese, they may fucking think you have it. I mean, fucking duh. Why is that a thing? Why you got to be acting like that's news? That's not news. Of course it'd be treated like that. Coronavirus may have infected seven times more people than reported respected. Why did I keep that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, for my earlier point. Yeah, they, more people could probably be infected than you know because China won't fucking say anything about it. You know, that's that's the story of that. Let me think here. That's it for the news. Uh, let's move on to some riffing and some section and some riff section. Henceforth, riff section. Section of riff. All right, let's see what we got going on here. Ugh. I watched uh, Picard. It's a show based off of the Star Trek Next Generation show. And the main captain was you know, Jean-Luc Picard. And what this does is continue the story of his adventures years later. So apparently he's like retired because he's super fucking old. And um, in this show, it's like he's retired. Uh, he's, uh, what has he got? He... Some he's saving some robot that used to be he's thinking Data's daughter. And Data was a robot that saved his life in Star Trek Nemesis. So that's a thing, man. I, I think it's a cool show. Honestly, I, I like it. Um There's some parts I don't like. I never liked the um you know, when you when you save the world or the universe or whatever, you should never it should never be a thing in which your own team is anti you. So what happens is in this show, I guess the Romulans, they're a they're a bad guy race. Their their sun was gonna explode or some shit. And Picard launched an effort to save them. And at the same time a bunch of people died on Mars and his group, the Starfleet, they're like, fuck this. You can't do this. You should let them die and, and Picard resigns. He's like, fuck you guys. This is not Starfleet. We're supposed to save everybody. Whatever. 
So when he comes back and he's trying to say he needs a ship or whatever, he goes, I need to come back so I can save this people. They're like, fuck you. Uh, and it's cool, too, because they curse. She goes, the admiral that he talks to, she goes, the fucking hubris of you to come back. You know, like it's a thing. Like, man, I mean, seriously. what? That dude saved the fucking universe. He built Starfleet, you know. <laughs> he didn't build Starfleet, but he made Starfleet. He saved it from, like, so many times of some bullshit. And, you're, and he's the bad guy. You know, that's so dumb. I, I don't believe that, you know. That if you you could save a bunch, I guess I guess that mirrors here. I mean, you say the fucking universe. I mean, if you say the universe, dude, shit, it should be like fucking game over, right? Well, at least he saved all of humanity, you know, and all good things. You know, it was him that came up with that chicken and egg thing. Well, anyways, it's a pretty cool show. It's not Star Trek, Star Trek, you know, like you know, episodic. You know, things are happening. It's more of a story of one man. So it's pretty cool. It's a cool to watch. It's like a movie that's going to take place like eight episodes. It's like an eight-hour movie or some shit like that. Um, I enjoy that. Um, I've been getting into Star Trek uh, Enterprise lately. Uh, and I really like that show. I mean, not really like the show like it's the best. I used to shit on that show, but um, it's pretty good. It's very Star Trek, you know, and it is grassroots, you know. It's pretty good. I always thought it was boring, but I was wrong. And I watched it twice already, but, you know, in this age, I'm watching it maybe because I'm all alone. That's why I like Star Trek even more. <laughs> um, that's another thing I didn't even talk about. It's hard to relax, you know. You don't got a job. You're looking for jobs. And then what do you do with your off time? It doesn't feel right to watch TV, you know. Uh, so do I have any other riffs? Let's see, we got. I did watch Bad Boys 3. You know, it's funny, I'm talking about, I'm riffing, not about anything other than what, what I watch, but it's a podcast for me. Watch Bad Boys 3, that was pretty good. Very sad. I mean, it was good. It added ups and downs. It was a good movie. It was a good movie all around. I, I like the one and two, and three's even better, you know. Martin Lawrence is a good actor, man. He's pretty good. Uh, I. I think comedians are just good actors in general. I mean, you normally watch that Mandalorian, you see, um, what's his name? Uh, Bill Burr, and he does pretty good. So I think comedians can really transition over to that side pretty good. Hmm. I got a heated debate with uh, this drunk lady. She was a hardcore Michigan. She's like, Trump, he's the best, and he does this, he does that. He, he basically just says all the things that a um, Stephen Crowder or Ben Shapiro would say, you know, all the things that he did, all the stats, how he's done good for the economy and everything like that, yeah. And then um, and then she got into 9-11, how that was an inside job, and, you know, it's a conspiracy. And then I'm like, you know what? And I threw out my 10 cents. I was like, you know, this whole Republican and Democrat, I think is a fucking shadow game. I think it's a conspiracy onto itself, you know. Like, reality is other people run shit, and those people are just the heads to get yelled at, you know. When, you know, when when there's a general from a country that needs to be bombed, it's not Trump making the decision in the sense of, like, oh, I decided to kill this general. It's 
this general's bad. This is what we can do. What do you want to do? He picks option kill, <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like an organic kind of thing. If, it, if anything, you want to be mad at the people who present the information because they could just basically run the country. As long as they just keep presenting things, they, they, they're good, you know? Like, uh, like, like South Park, South Park, um, was it South Park or Jackass? I forgot what it was, but it was, uh, I think it was Jackass. Yeah. They filmed like hardcore shit. So they want, they wanted this, I think it was colonoscopy. They wanted to film this colonoscopy and they're like, no, we, we don't, we can't show that. So they filmed a bunch of other hardcore shit and they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll let the colonoscopy happen. And, um, so they got what they wanted, you know? I think that the people in power are really the same kind of people. They're just, they just they propose all this shit that is true and hard shit, but to form the narrative. The, whatever happens, the president's going to pick something that they like. You know, yeah, killing them. That was a great idea. Guess who gets to fall for that? The president. You know, and I think that that's been happening for years. And I explained that. I was just like, you know, this, you know, you get caught up in the minutia of voting in the sense of, you know, Trump does this, Obama does this, you know, this guy good, this guy bad. But it's all game, you know. Meanwhile, the other people, in there's actual people in power. She goes, that's bullshit. No, Trump is doing it. Trump is doing all this shit. And I was just like, so wait, you believe in 9-11 being a conspiracy, but you don't believe in the conspiracy that this shit's a game? She goes, no. And I'm like, your ideology is fractured. <laughs> but she was literally just the same hardcore liberal person, like hardcore woke, you know, boys can marry trees, girls could, could be men with big dicks on their heads, you know, fat's good, that kind of shit, woke, California. But Republican side, you know, fucking, yeah, we should get rid of Jews <laughs> or some shit like that. That's a, You know what? I, I say Jews because that's form, foremost on my mind. I heard this podcast about this lady who wrote a book about how people hate Jews and shit like that. And, and that's a narrative I'm seeing slowly creep up in the TV, you know, how Jews are like people are attacking Jews more. And she was explaining how um, their Jewish crime has gone up. And I was like, well... Wait a minute. I mean, that stack could be real, but also could be. So you have five people, right? And one of them is Jew, right? And they all got attacked. But you could then say Jew crime has gone up because the Jewish guy got attacked. But these other five people got attacked or these other four people got attacked as well. What's that stat? You know, well, that doesn't matter to my stat about Jews being attacked. I mean, Jews being attacked, that's going to fucking happen. Like this guy, these crazy people that are attacking places, they're, they're crazy. They are fucking crazy. They, like, they get it in their head that they hate Jews or whatever, and they attack Jews. But you could have said mustard, and they could have attacked mustard, you know, if you made a... And, like, you can trace it back to these forums and shit like that. I mean, there are forums for everything of hate. You know, and if you just focus on just Jews, yeah, you're right. It, that would be then an, an increase. But that's not really an increase. That's just so happens that people are talking shit. And then you have a crazy person who's going into that direction. There's probably more bullshit about Muslims than there is about Jews. But you can't say that because by saying that you're anti-Jew because, you know, Muslims and Jews, they kind of don't go together. <laughs> The whole fucking thing is rigged, you know, <laughs> like it's a crazy thing, you know, like it's easy to say you hate Muslims and whatever. But when you go to the saying that you hate Jews, it's so random, you know, like 
like you can be a Jewish person, like hardcore devout, but not wear the um, the hamaka or whatever the fuck the hat is. You, I mean, you could just be walking around town without that thing, and if you get attacked, and they then you're like, it's a fucking hate crime, <laughs> you know? It's like the, Jews look like normal people. They do. <laughs> they really, really do. They just so happen to mostly be white, but they're. There's a lot of them, and I don't know. I just, I just noticed something there, and that people were advocating for anti-Semitism. Like this is happening. We're victims too. And I'm like, who? F-? I've said this earlier too. I'm like, who really hates Jews? Like, why? But but why? You know, why does anybody hate anybody? You know, I hear that. I, I no no no. You don't understand. You know, it's not like the Jewish people are hanging around street corners and fucking killing people or breaking into fucking houses and shit and stabbing them for meth. You know, you can make that like argument for any other race, you know, like you go to a bad neighborhood and whatever race is primarily there, then you can then make a, make a thing like, Oh, I'm racist against this race because they steal or some shit like that. But really what, what the fuck does the Jews do? What do they do? What do they, what do they do in which you're like, fuck these guys, you know? I get why people hate white people, you know, because they're in power. So you just fucking hate the power. You're like, fuck this or any any other race, you know? I don't want to get into it because like, you could turn me into a racist by saying that. But, like, I mean, what it, do, are, are Jews, like, fucking taking our jobs? Or, is that what they're doing? I mean, like, what what are they doing? That's not a thing. Like, you, you could be anti-Mexican because, you know, illegal immigrants are taking jobs or whatever because I really wanted to pick those oranges. <laughs> but uh you know I mean, that's another thing that happens over here in michigan when they're like oh the legals are taking that was a fucking other thing she said she goes, legals are taking over jobs i'm like no fucking taking jobs you, you don't want he goes i want to pick orange there's people that pick oranges i'm like yeah pay 20 bucks an hour <laughs> that fucking sucks and then uh she goes like uh, they're they're increasing the housing market <laughs> Like, how are they increasing the housing market? Because they get in the houses and people increase their fucking property taxes because they have those houses. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's so stupid. <laughs> I, I was like, hey, man, the housing market is going to raise. That's just going to happen. I mean, if my house is next to another house and their their taxes raise, I'm going to raise my taxes, too. That kind of bullshit, you know? I mean, what, why wouldn't I? So I'm just going to stay low while they stay high, you know? I mean, whatever. But um, yeah, man. Like, what it? What are they doing? Like, I mean, I've heard jokes like stereotypes, and they're not even that great of a joke. Like, you know, they're so rich, and it's usually good things. You know, like, like white people, good things. You know, like I'm rich, I'm this, I'm that. You know, like I'm taking your jobs because I I'm in a bank or some shit like that. That they're good with money or some shit like that. But it's always good things. I've never heard any bad derogatory things i'm only a good derogatory terms you know like let's see here that's like being mad at like asians being good at math or some shit like that you know it's i guess it's bad because you know you assume all asians are good at math but i mean it's cool to be good at math or, or black people are good at sports you know and you're like, oh fuck you just because i'm black i'm supposed to be good at sports that kind of racist bullshit and it's like i i mean fuck i wish someone thought i was good at sports <laughs> But, I mean, same thing with the Jewish people. It's the same thing. It's all good things, you know. There's no real bad fucking slams, you know. You stupid Jew or something like that. There's no there's no thing like that, you know. Um, it's like when people say, they call me racist white things like cracker. You're telling me that someone's calling you 
a slave owner who whips other people. That sounds like, I'm not saying it's a good deal, but I'm saying it's better than being a fucking slave, right? <laughs> like, even, even in their derogatory terms, they're on the up and ups, you know? I don't know. If you don't understand what I'm saying, hit me on the Facebook. I'm at Podcast For Me. You hit me at my email, podcastforme at gmail.com. Or leave me a review on how fucking stupid I am or whatever. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys. I'm going to leave you with this, um, these clips of uh, me and my kid. That's about it, really. All right, kids. This is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me. Uh, we're, uh, we're now in Texas. We went from Arizona to... Uh, well, we came from San Diego to Arizona to New Mexico to Texas, and then we went back to Texas again. What do you think of Texas, Seth? Wait, we went to Mexico again. New Mexico. New Mexico. Well, um, I think it's actually pretty cool, but I'm very confused why we went to Mexico again. New Mexico again. Whatever on that. What do you think of Texas? Oh, Texas? Um, very deserty. Oh. Deserty Valley. Yeah, we went from some mountains, Arizona, then we all of a sudden went to uh, New Mexico. You knew when you got to New Mexico, when you saw the mountains, well, reverse that. Arizona had a lot of mountains, and then we got to New Mexico, they got real flat. That's when the drive got real boring. But now we're here in uh, Texas, now we're back in New Mexico, because that's how our journey took us. It's funny, too, as soon as we got into New Mexico again, um... It got real flat again. Uh, so far, the people are nice in uh, Texas. I, I had an interaction with one guy. Talked about his dog. Uh, he was a pretty cool guy. Looked like Lewis Gossip Jr. And then you got um, Nancy. She met some guy at a gas station. That guy was pretty cool. Uh, any final thoughts about um, uh, Texas, Seth? Um, very cheap and such. And um, I like the Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, the Chinese food was pretty good. It was real cheap. It was like 30 bucks. Yeah, that's actually pretty true. And plus, I'm confused why we're in New Mexico. Because what happened is we deleted the other cast by accident. So we're, we're re-recording the Texas part of the podcast. So let's forget about the whole New Mexico thing. So what, uh, what else about Texas you got? You Remember, we're recording a podcast for all time. Do you have any thoughts about Texas? Here's the, here it is. Um, if, if you like cheap things that last a while, Texas is your place. Yeah. Well, we'll probably record another part to Texas, maybe. Who knows? Uh, that's it for this uh, part of the podcast. we got to figure out why we're in New Mexico again. Hey, this is Kevin at Podcast for me. We're doing a bit of a road trip, so it's a bit of a like a car thoughts, but we're road tripping. And in this road trip, we're crossing states. So here we are in Arizona. What, what do you think? Near my co-host is Seth. Yeah, we're about to oh. New Mexico. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we got radios and walkie-talkies. This is what we got going on. Don't podcast right now. Don't tell her that. Don't don't do anything. Though. Okay. All right, all right, all right. We're recording here. Don't press anything. What are you doing? Seth, just put it down. Put it down. Here we are in podcast. We're trying to figure shit out. It's stressful because we're driving and shit, and uh, we're in New, we're in Arizona right now. So, Seth, what do you think of Arizona so far? 
Um, very deserty and um, a big desert valley with a lot of mountains. Um, what about uh, that Walmart we went to? It was ginormous and the root beer there was the best. Like everything's less expensive. Yep, that's what we got going on. We got less expensive root beer. Le- what? Wait, 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 wait. No, the, the root beer was expensive. It was like two seventy yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and then the everything else went, was very, very cheap. So at the same time while we're recording, my uh, wife's on a radio. So we're bringing both cars across country because we're moving to Michigan. So every now and then you'll hear her chime in. She wanted to take a picture at the state line, but apparently that's not a thing you could do on this road. Answer her back. So now we just crossed over to um, New Mexico in that span of time. Uh, try to get as much information out as possible. What do you think of that mountain we're looking at? Um, it's to our left, and it's ginormous. Ginormous, he says. Uh, hey, except wait for me to move the mic to your face before you talk, okay? Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, let's see. Now we're in New Mexico. What do you think of New Mexico? Um, pretty surprising. We were at California, and now we're at New Mexico. We're trying to go to Michigan. But we went through, we just, okay, so we were in Arizona. Now we're in New Mexico. What do you think, the, how do you like the difference between the two? Um, it kind of looks the same. Yes, I was kind of hoping you'd say that. It looks exactly the same. But, you know, that's the way it, this, the way it goes. Um, any other thoughts you want to add? Um, well, there's a lot of dead plants everywhere because we're in a desert. And it's a ginormous valley and a lot of mountains everywhere. And, yeah. Okay. Well... Well, we'll try to add more little clips here and there of a road trip. I had just remembered to do this. Should have did it earlier. All right, that's it. We'll uh, stop here. I know I said I wasn't going to do any car thoughts anymore, but this shit has to happen, man. Some weird shit went down, and I need to document it as a podcaster. So here we are. Without further ado, car thoughts in the motherfucking car thoughts wait i'm not in the car well i am in a way if you think about it i am the thoughts that are in the car because i'm manifesting them boom anyways so this is uh i'm recording this with january 7th 2020 and what the great gatsby's calls the roaring 20s been waiting to say that um two days ago was it i don't know I can't remember. We bombed a general from Iran. This guy was a terrorist. He was a general in Iran, so he's part of a country, kind of. And uh, this country's made up of, it seems like a bunch of terrorists. That sounds racist, but it just seems like a bunch of guys were all hardcore, fucking rooting for the death of America. And it sucks, because they say it, and for some reason, no one admits it. No, but, like, nobody admits that they chant death to America. They did that when 9-11 happened and they did it again just recently after we bombed their general. And their general does a bunch of things where he uh, would get other people, other than murdering people left and right, but he would get 
other people that aren't in Iran to like build bombs and shit and blow our people up. So basically, it, it was a bunch of proxy wars, you know? Like, he would do things where he would get other people to do things, you know? So, some information came down, and they decided, hey, we got to blow them up. And after that, they... So, that's pretty crazy onto itself, just blowing up a guy just because you get some intel. So, whatever the intel is, it must be hardcore. They're not releasing it. I don't think they can because it would then let know... What, uh, how they how they gather info. You know, you don't want that. But at the same time, you know, you're kind of like, what the fuck happened? So, um, after that happens, right, they start chanting death to America and all that good shit. And it got weird. At that point, you had Republicans and Democrats. They divided down the middle. So Republicans were like, this is good. They're fucking terrorists, blah, 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 blah. And then the Democrats went, this is bullshit. We shouldn't have done that. And they started defending these guys. And I'm like, Wait, what the fuck is happening here? Now, it, it seems, I don't know, man. Either I live in a simulation or there is a big puppetry game going on. Because you can't have all of the Republicans and all the Democrats stick to whatever side they're on. That doesn't, that doesn't work. I mean, I get politics in the sense of like, yeah... I'm just going to agree with this side because I'm going to get elected. This is much different. This is war. This is war. This is missiles. This is people dying. These people lives on the line. And it's not. it doesn't make sense when a bunch of Republicans go with one side and a bunch of Democrats go with the other. Meaning, like, the same shit. Like, just, as, just like when you think Trump's a racist, you... you like, whatever you want to argue, the Republicans can say one thing, Democrats say another, and then now, this. Like, they, we actually killed somebody, and they go into a room, have a briefing, and they literally came out of that room with two opposing opinions. They saw the same thing, it was like 75 minutes to an hour. An hour to 75 minutes, which is more than an hour. They all fucking reviewed some shit, and they both had separate opinions. And the right, of course, who has to back the Republican Donald Trump, saying, yeah, it's a good thing we did that. And then you had the Democrats saying, oh, man, it's not good that we did that. And I'm like, wait, what? Now, it would make sense if, like, some of them disagreed and some of them agreed on both sides. But literally, literally, your party, you went with your party on this. So either, like, this really happened or this is fake. Because we just killed a jet, we executed a general with a bomb from another country, and given information, you guys literally just sided with your own side in politics. Now I, I I do understand, like like a like a like maybe something that's non really like is a person racist? Is this movie good? Is this good or this bad? I get you sticking on your side. But when it comes to murdering people, maybe we should be kind of, I don't know, objective. But they weren't. They saw news and they just went and sided with themselves. And um, that's very discerning, disconcerting. I don't, I don't know. History is going to happen and something's going to happen where we're going to find out that there's a lot of phony shit going on. Because that's super phony. Either, like, they really are that crazy where they have to stick to their side... 
or there's some game happening and America's being used in some weird way. Like there's like propaganda. Maybe this didn't even happen. Some weird shit because it doesn't make sense. You know? And then here you go. So, okay, so we bombed their dude and then yesterday they went and shot a bunch of rockets, 24 apparently, to to um to to American bases, I guess. Or or you at you uh, Iraqi bases that are owned by the U.S. or some shit like that. And after that, nobody died, I guess, apparently. But you remember Trump. Before this happened, when we shot the general, we killed this general, he goes, we're going to attack them back. If they, if they retaliate, we're going to respond in a disproportionate manner. And what that tells me, disproportionate manner is if uh, they punch you... You kick them and punch them. That kind of thing. At least double or a little bit more. So he shot 24 rockets. Our response the next day, today, Trump says, we're going to be doing peace thing. We we peace. All out peace. No more fighting. I'm like, wait, what? What happened? So I'm confused. And this whole Republican Democrats siding with their side. Oof. That's weird. Ah. And that's well, that's what's going on in this time. Some kind of weird propaganda game, and uh, the future will judge accordingly. And these fucks, you know, they're gonna get theirs. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I just I just wanted to put my thoughts out or how I saw it. I saw something weird, and I wanted to put it out there. All right, that's it. Hey everybody. So, do a quick review on um, this uh, show that I watch on Netflix called The Messiah or Messiah. I don't know if it's the or just Messiah. It's a Netflix original. And uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but here it is. Um, <clears throat> so there is some missiles and rockets and firing and shooting in this one Arab village. I'm trying to think of what what they were. I think they were Iraqis or Sunni. I I can't remember what what faction of Arabs they were, but they were Middle Eastern people. Their town's getting attacked, and then there's this one guy and he's talking and he uh he's Jesus looking and he's like, Hey man, he's uh, the show really does lean on original language, so you're reading lots of it in subtitles. It's like 80% of the show's in subtitles, which is terrible. But anyways, you get past that. And he's, he's, he's giving a speech about how God's going to protect them. And then all of a sudden the storm comes in. It's not sudden, but I guess it's, it's just there. And um, the storm... I guess fucks up the bad guys. Where the bad guys are, they're probably some kind of terrorist group, ISIS or something, and they're fucking up that town. And they stop because the sandstorm lasts for a while, so this becomes a thing. So everyone in that town, there's about two thousand people. They're like, let's follow this guy because he's Jesus. And um, it's weird because I thought, I thought like those guys were Islamic, and I thought that was a different kind of uh, god. But whatever. Jesus. 
So he goes through the desert and he's walking his ass all the way towards, uh, is it Israel? I think, yeah, I think he's, I think he went to Israel. Yeah. And, um, everybody's starving and, you know, and like not and dying of thirst, I guess, but apparently they're making it. And, um, he gets to Israel or something like that. And, um, this creates some kind of a national event or something like that international event because of the immigrants, I guess they're trying to seek asylum in that one town. It becomes a, a thing in which America has to get involved because it's Israel. And so therefore America has to be like helping them out, I guess. They, I guess they end up, <laughs> this is a disconjointed uh, review, but I, I guess because of this, they arrest Jesus, or whatever his name is, and um, they interrogate him. Seems to be Jesus knows a lot about, about this guy that no one should know. Like, because I guess he, he, he's like a CIA, he's like the Mossad or something like that. He's like some kind of a CIA equivalent. And they're getting shit done. And I guess he killed a kid at one point or other that was making bombs. But only he knew about that, him and his friend. And Jesus so happens to know about that. Or the Messiah. They keep calling him Messiah or something like that. And at the same time, the CIA finds out about this guy. And you have this one chick. Uh, what's her name? Mahoganen? Nah, I forgot her name. Well, she's CIA, and she's got this thing where she's trying to have a baby. Like, her subplot is she's she's trying to have a baby with the last of this her dead husband's sperm, and she just keeps having miscarriages. It's not working. So that's her thing. So she's, like, full of anger because her, her husband's dead, and she can't have a baby with them. So she puts all her energy into this work where she wants to take down this... Uh, Jesus guy uh, and so they're analyzing this guy and they're trying to figure it all out they end up actually meeting one another later on in the show but I guess Jesus he does some kind of a escape trick where he's there the camera fizzles out then he and then he's in America now they they, they make it very vague throughout the show whether or not he's Jesus or not so at one point they think they may have found a jetliner that could have taken him, but they're not too sure. And um, Jesus is in America. He ends up getting with this priest. This priest is about to burn down his own church because he's not making enough money. And uh, yeah, so he goes to... Um, burn his church down but then jesus comes and all of a sudden a tornado hits texas and hits all these towns or hits this entire town and destroys it just levels it except for the church so the church becomes like the center of everything and every time they're talking to jesus guy he's kind of vague about everything he doesn't answer questions directly and he, he makes sure to say things in a way where he infers that he's Jesus, but he never actually says it. 
and he pretty much infers what he wants done. Like, for instance, when they ask him, where do you want to go? Wherever you want to go. And he kind of, like, makes it their idea to go a certain direction. For instance, when he starts living with the people at the church, they give him a tent and everything. He never really asks for anything. They just kind of give it to him. But he infers a lot of stuff. Uh, apparently, the CIA agent talks to the the Jesus guy, and... Um, he knows shit about her that no one should know, but then she like lets it go that it's it's in a dossier or something like that. Like, like he he's been trained to do this. The show goes on, and eventually they find out that he really is a person in um one of them countries, <laughs> you know, in the Middle East. A lot of the terminologies I don't know, so it's hard for me to review it. But uh, he's he's yeah, he actually has a name. He has a brother, and uh, his parents are dead. But he was raised by his uncle, who's a magician. So he learned so he learned how to be a magician. So it makes it look like Jesus isn't really Jesus. He's really this guy, or maybe he is Jesus, and uh, he just so happens to be living as a magician. Whatever. So at this one time, I guess they're gonna. <clears throat> They're gonna kick him out of the country because he's a political, uh, he's an immigrant, legal immigrant, and um, this hardcore Texan judge lets him stay as a, and that's a weird thing. Uh, <clears throat> he gets to Washington and uh, he's able to walk on water this one time, and everyone goes crazy, makes him more Jesusy, and um, what you call it? Uh, then they do this thing. Well, the, there's this guy called Amazing Randy, and he's like a, a magician who who's famous for proving magicians aren't like the the ones who think they're psychic. He, like he proves them to be magicians or tricksters and such. So that's what he does. He just debunks all these wannabe wizards and shit. And so they they have him come out. And he's all like, "Yeah, anyone can walk on water. You have to just do this, this, and this." So that doesn't make it like that doesn't make him special, which I was like, okay, I guess I've never really seen anyone walk on water, but okay, I mean he just kind of pre he just like just walked on that water, but whatever. Um, there's a bunch of little subplots going on throughout here. There's some it, it doesn't make sense. There's like a parallel with with uh, Jesus and this one kid who I think is gay. I'm not too sure. Um, he gets naked. And walks in the desert towards these guns, and these guns don't shoot him. While at the same time, Jesus is walking on water with clothes. I guess I guess that's a, I guess that's a par parallel. Uh, and then somehow um, he becomes famous for that, and uh, the Muslims get him and start doing Muslim talk and have him teach Muslim talk. And and his best friend gets taken by these hardcore jihadist guys, and you know. Dude, they do this thing where this, I guess this hot chick comes out, and, or I guess she's Muslim, and she's like, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to be your wife. And I guess that convinces him to blow himself up. He goes to, he goes to blow up himself up, but he doesn't because he loves his friend so much. And uh, But the, other, the jihadist has a secondary uh, igniter and sets the dude off. I guess he's dead, but the other guy lives, so whatever that is. Um, at the same time, Jesus is walking around, making connections. People are either liking him or not. You got this one daughter of the priest who is 
having seizure seizures and shit and for some reason jesus is all about this girl i don't know what he what he's trying to do and then jesus leaves he gets kidnapped and takes a jet there, there's also the subplot where this guy who's uh, like Mossad, he's the one who kills this uh he interviews jesus first and he's like um fuck up fucked up and tortured you know by the things he's done and he's trying to get with his daughter and but he's a piece of shit, so he feels guilty about that. So he's all fucked up. So he ends up like fucking that one chick, the CIA. Agent. I don't, I don't know where they got that. To I guess it's maybe they're just attracted to each other. But it just felt like the writers just pushed those two characters together because you know YOLO. That's what it felt like. Um. So Jesus gets in his plane. He uh. Uh, the jet's about to crash because somebody caught, tries to shoot it. Oh, yeah. He, there's another subplot where he talks to the president and lays it down. He goes, e- remove all the troops from all around the world or out of the Middle East or some bullshit, right? That's a thing. And um, uh, the president, I guess, is religious and he's thinking about doing that. And um, hmm. let's see here. So at the very end of the movie show, there's a cliffhanger where the jet crashes, but they kind of survive. Um, and it, I guess it's kind of miraculous. I don't know. It, they they kind of make that vague. And then they end the show. They end the show in season one. Now, here are my thoughts about that. So that's basically a rundown of the show. My thoughts about the show is this is some lazy fucking writing. You know, season one. Okay, so here you got a show. Which the premise is Jesus comes back and you don't know if he's Jesus or not. So in the end of the season one, they make it in a way where you don't know if he's Jesus or not. They keep putting clues and counter clues, right? What the fuck? Are you going to keep making this show? Like you're going to make more seasons of this where you don't know if he is or not? I mean, like how long are you going to drag that shit out? So you, so. Like, in the beginning of the the first episode, you have the question, right? Is he Jesus? And you're going to drag that out for 10 episodes. That's 10 hours. Just so you can get into the second season where you may or may not know. I don't know. Being dicked around for that that long doesn't make the show good. I mean, it had good characters. That's one thing it did have. It had characters in a way of, like, I like them. I like when they talk. And I like some of the interactions between them but they didn't really do anything um because nothing was solved right i mean like you created these character arcs that don't do anything like okay so you got the cia agent she's trying to have baby with her dead husband and she's hunting down jesus it goes nowhere it doesn't go up it doesn't go down it doesn't go anywhere it just you know she's just always trying to chase this guy uh yeah and then you got this guy the, the other main character is this other guy he's like the, the the israeli or whatever i don't know what he is the arab version of the cia and he he's he he sucks at being a dad he sucks at being a husband um and he's i guess apparently he's gonna hunt jesus down and then doesn't and they get saved by Jesus. That's about it. That, I mean, it really doesn't. There's no 
arc. There's nothing. He doesn't learn anything about himself. He's just shitty. And the girl, she doesn't learn anything about herself. She just, she just exists. And then there's this priest guy. I guess he's like the third main character. And his church gets burned down. And um, it's like he's a dog who's... Everybody is trying... Is chasing Jesus. That's what the show should have been called. Chasing Jesus. Because each, every, each character is chasing him. Like he's... He's living his life terribly, and uh, Jesus comes, and he thinks this is a game changer for him, and it doesn't. And then he's trying to make Jesus do things, you know, so he can benefit from it. I don't know what the hell that's about. But then uh, it doesn't really go anywhere. It just doesn't. Jesus ends up leaving him, you know, and high and tight, high and dry, you know. And uh, another main character, I guess, you have, is the daughter. Well, what does she do? She just um, does drugs and have seizures. That's about it. At the very end, she makes a speech that's not compelling and then has a seizure. So, there. So, I mean, this show's a mess. Like, I don't I watched it because it was like I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Maybe we're going to get some Jesus. That's the only, the only thing you had going for yourself is this whole Jesus guy. I mean, he's very charismatic. He was a cool guy, but he, I mean, that's it. Like, he would answer questions in a way where it was kind of political. Like, not political, but like, uh, gave you the runaround. He wouldn't answer things directly, and, and people felt moved. But this, this, this whole show was really just smoke and mirrors. I mean, it was, I, it was a garbage show as I'm talking about it. At first, I thought I liked it. I do like the characters and I like some of the interactions. But other than that, I mean, there's no substance to this, this show. Uh, you got a mystery from the beginning and it just keeps on going. I mean, that's the main mystery. I get what they're doing, though. They're trying to be like lost, right? Like they get on this island <clears throat> and a bunch of weird shit's happening. So your main question is, what is the island? And that never really gets answered. But you're able to be strung along. Because of two things. The story was good. I mean, with the characters, they had arcs. They would go, they would get somewhere. They would grow. And um, they would introduce mysteries and then solve them. They wouldn't solve the big one, but they would at least introduce some mysteries. This show does something similar to that, but very, very minute. Like, it's kind of like, um, like, like with Lost, you'd devote a whole episode to trying to figure something out. This, this this does it within, like, half of a second, you know? Like, oh, he flew? Oh, probably took a jet. Boom. There. Done. And But that doesn't... And they don't really commit. They don't really um, solve the mystery. They kind of solve it. So they don't even have that going for it. And then the character arcs don't go anywhere. It's not like they're going anywhere with anything. Um, what else we got going on with the show? Nah, that's it. All in all, I give the show... Out of one out of ten, I give this show a two. You know, I mean, I really judge this show real low. Man, it really does have the bells and whistles of a good show. It has good actors, um, engaging, an engaging thought. Maybe I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's it's a terrible show. All right, that's it. That's all I got for that.